You are listening to episode 23. This episode is brought to you by my new course, How to Dominate LinkedIn with Your Personal Brand. If you have only seen LinkedIn as a resume and you happen to be an entrepreneur who is trying to reach B2B businesses, this is the platform for you. In this course, I will take you through how to optimize your profile, make strategic connections and join strategic groups, as well as the different types of content that you can create. If you are interested in learning this, feel free to check out the wait list form in the notes. And on with the show. What do you need to know about being the world's youngest runway model? Well, first of all, 10 years old is not too young to dream big. Soleil West has already done New York Fashion Week. She is a texture hair activist, environmentalist, author, runway coach, and aspiring fashion designer. The sky is the limit for this Gen Z who's ready to take on the world with her passion. I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. Welcome to the Okiki Podcast, where we make inspirational people known. Brought to you by your host, Fian O'Brien. So hello, everyone. Welcome to the Okiki podcast. And on today's episode, I have Zaleh West. And I believe you're the youngest runway model right yeah. now, which is amazing. Um, I saw her on LinkedIn and I was so <laughs> impressed. Uh, not only is she really good at her walk, she's a young woman of color and she's rocking her natural hair. So I knew I had to talk to her and just find out how did she even begin her journey. So thank you so much for being on the Okiki podcast today, Soleil. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> so I have to ask you, you're, you're very young and normally I ask people, what's your educational background? What was your career background? But right. you're really just launching to it and you're still, you know, a young lady. So how did you get so passionate about this at a young age? What made you go, okay, this is something that I want to start doing right now? Um, well, for modeling, um, we were at a skating rink and this guy comes up to us and I was three, by the way. And so a guy comes up to us and was like, oh my God, I want to shoot you. But then we didn't know which one he meant. So then he, so then my mom had to get to know him first. And then, so I did the shoot and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like so much fun. But I couldn't really tell my mom that because I was only three. I didn't really know how to talk that well. So I got my first modeling contract when I was um, 
five, but she didn't sign it. She just signed it later. Nine. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So that was your first introduction to fashion, I guess, and in modeling. And so I guess from there, when you did get signed, what were kind of the steps uh, in your career, I guess? Uh, It is a real career, but like, what were the steps that led to you showing up in such a big way um, to the world? Um, Well, for you, for like my runway modeling, um, my mom wanted me just to do a show out here um, in Sacramento because, you know, we're, it's like a small town, even though it's the capital. So um, my mom said that there was a show out, so she wanted me to do it. And I was like, oh, okay, so I did it. I never really thought anything about it, but I was like, okay, this is actually kind of cool, but I never like wanted it, wanted to do it like for real, like how I said I wanted to do modeling. So um, this guy comes up to us and was like, wow, are you ready for New York? And we were like, um, no, not yet. So then he comes up to us, I think next season, and was like, are you ready for New York Fashion Weeks? And I was like, okay. So we did that. I did okay. But um, so my next one, I walked in um, Madison Square Garden New York Fashion Week. And when I walked, my mom was like, wow, she... Like, where did that walk come from? And that's probably when it like really started, but not for the adults, but just in general, like my walk. Very cool. So you started from your town and then all of a sudden you got scouted for New York Fashion Week. Like I could only imagine that was pretty nerve wracking. And like, who were some of the brands you got to walk for uh, in that process? Um, I got to walk for Mario De La Torre, um, David Tupaz, and um, Gucci Waba. Wow, awesome. So after that first kind of like, or that second, I guess, breakout mm-hmm. walk that you did, um, what were some of the opportunities that came out of that? Um... Hmm. Well, for that, I was just, I kept on walking for that designer, I think, two more times. And the day that I had my viral video with the orange dress, um, I got to walk with um, an adult designer the same day. But um, I had like little itty bitty heels, like two inches, I think they were. So I was kind of just like, hmm, maybe I should probably not do that again so um I got to walk in um actual heels in Palm Springs Palm Springs Fashion Week for the same designer Mario De La Torre and um so then another designer came up to me saying his name was David Tupaz and he was like I would love for her to walk um close our show in New York Fashion Week so that definitely when it really started Awesome. Uh, so can you talk to me about, yeah, um, the opportunities that came after closing the show and also that process of going viral with your runway video? Um, what did that do for you personally? And what did that do for you in terms of your modeling opportunities? Um, well, it never really did anything for my modeling, but um, because I had a viral video, I was kind of, or yes, I was able to um, um, model for justice. And, um, but no, not really 
not really it opened opportunities. It's just because I had this viral video. But um, because I um, got kicked out of the kids' runway area, I guess you could say. So okay. um, I haven't been walking with kids, so I've just been walking with adults. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so kind of yeah. set you on another level. <laughs> right. Yeah, got it. Very cool. Um, yeah, so I wanted to ask, too, what was the scariest moment then in you really pursuing this modeling career and how did you overcome it? Um, for modeling, um, the scariest thing, um, honestly, um, it would have to be when I had to wear a halter or, you know, the crop tops, the halter ones. And so I was, I was walking and then when I was going back, it started to like slip down. So oh, no. then, um, um, yes, so I just made sure that I wouldn't do that, but I did it again, but it still happened, but I, I was, it was okay, but I still did fine. It was just, it was just, I just had to keep going. So, but no, not really a lot of obstacles, but um, yeah. <laughs> For sure. So you have a lot of pieces to this brand then that you're building. So you have the runway modeling, but I noticed uh, you've had a few posts about how you're a curly hair activist, and then you also started a YouTube. So do you mind telling our audience what are the different kind of areas that you're interested in terms of this brand around yourself that you're, you're starting to build up? Um, so definitely all of them. So I am an environmentalist, a texture activist, an author, coach runway model, model, um, actress, but um, I would um, definitely want to keep doing that stuff. And, um, oh yeah, and I'm also an entrepreneur for my own t-shirt company, The Chai Chick. And um, so I would definitely want to keep going and definitely want to be a fashion designer. Fashion designer too, awesome. And so what made you think for yourself, I don't just want to do modeling, I want to do it all. Like, I don't know many um, young people your age that have written books already. So what kind of sparked your interest that, oh, you know, I could also do that and that. And what were you hoping to give to the people um, through, through these offerings that you have? What were you hoping to kind of bring to society, I guess? Um, I was trying to tell them like, you're not too old or too young to follow your dreams and all you gotta do is just take one step at a time and then at some point you're gonna be able to get there and once you do that you could probably build up everything you have and once you do that it'll definitely be a lot easier to build up everything. Awesome so just to really show them that not to hold yourself back no matter your age kind of thing. Very cool. What is your book about? Um, my book is A Parent's Guide to Kids Runway and Parent's Guide to Kids Runway for Brown Girls. So um, a lot of um, parents have been asking me and my mom, how do you get your kid into runway, our kid into runway? So um, we just decided to make a book about it. So um, it's mainly about like what you need to do and like what not to do on like when you're in your outfit, not to just run around or eat. And if you, you're eating, just make sure you like cover your outfit if you have your outfit on. And um, 
like all the things that you would have to do. And for the one for brown girls, um, in my journey, I realized that there's definitely different things and that um, the designers, um, kids designers mainly, um, they only pick one brown girl. So um, I just had to make sure we did two separate books. Right. And uh, I want to ask about that. So you emerging in the modeling industry um, as someone even with natural hair, did you find any obstacles um, with working with designers, um, working with their stylists where they kind of saw that as a challenge of how do we present you on the runway? Yeah. Um, um, so no, I do not have that in runway, but um, because my mother, she does my hair all the time, but um, it would definitely be for modeling because I'm on set and um, my mom's not there to do my hair. She can only like prep it, like put it in twist and then they'd have to take it out and do the rest. So they, they sometimes aren't prepared or just don't really know how to do it. So mm -hmm. definitely not in runway. Not in runway, luckily. Yeah. Um, so for those photo shoots then, have you found you've been in the position where you kind of have to instruct them on how to manage their hair and and in that way it worked out or or what's your take on that um so when I was little there was a um hairstylist that was really good with my hair but um now because um that was in San Francisco but now since I'm mainly working at working in LA they're they're not really as experienced as him so it definitely they they definitely need to get more training awesome yeah good to know good to know so they're excited to have you but they also need to have more people who are, um right. are kind of studying that area uh do you see a lot of young ladies of color or do you see a lot of models of color in LA uh in 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 the runway shows that you do um in runway yes but um modeling no we every once in a while we'll see them but they wouldn't really have um kinky hair but they would have curly hair because some people find it easier to manage rather than curly I mean kinky hair so is that kind of what led you to become a texture activist and do you mind yeah. explaining to our audience what that means as well um, a texture activist is somebody who speaks up about texture, like all the things that they feel like aren't right about it. And they actually are trying to do something to change that. So um, they're trying to promote it. Some people, they don't like their hair. They don't like whether it's curly or kinky. They just want to straighten it because they feel like that's what everybody wants. So I, we are trying to tell them that you should not. You if. If you love your hair, then you should keep your hair that way. Mm -hmm. Very cool message. Uh, very empowering. And then now you've moved into also becoming a YouTuber. So yeah. what prompted that move as well? Well, um, we just wanted to get more exposure, I guess you could say. Um, so we have our new set and we just posted that. Um, so we're definitely... I'm going to be posting a lot more YouTube videos since we have our whole set ready and we can actually we have something on our walls rather than just this. And and um, we just like to have 
our YouTube just to um, show my other personality rather than um, me always being serious on my photos or on the runway. So definitely like yeah. showing the other side. They can see who you are as a person, <laughs> just your natural self, right? Um, I was going to ask too, what initiatives then did you take to create your brand? So I noticed that I found you through LinkedIn and you seem to have a very strong following on there and you're creating um, a lot of great content. What strategies did you take to create your brand and, and what type of social media platforms are you on and, and kind of why for you personally? Um, so my mom manages all of my um, all my social media. So I am on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, Facebook, um, Twitter. I mean, <laughs> um, Tumblr. <Pinterest>. So many. <laughs> <laughs> yes, LinkedIn and YouTube, and I also have my website, SolaWest.com. But um, since my mom mainly does my account, I don't really know um what she does but like she shows me every once in a while like when she's about to post or when she's looking through the comments or anything or just the things that she would do just so I would be ready for when I'd have to take over my account that's awesome yeah so I guess to give the audience like my perspective I found her on LinkedIn and it was just really cool. I uh, I felt like and kudos to your mom. She's doing a great job. <laughs> uh, but your profile really explained who you are and that you're the youngest runway model and it you always had these cool videos on there of you walking runway or just what you're about. So um it's interesting you're saying that because I feel like she's captured a lot of the answers you've given me of what you're passionate about through the posts that are going on there. So that's why I was curious, like, um, kind of what made you choose to go on this platform? And clearly people are interested. Like you said, there's a lot of adults on there and you've kind of been upgraded to that, <laughs> as you mentioned before. So um, just how are you making those connections? I know you said that the viral video didn't do too much for your runway, necessarily. Um, have you gotten a lot of brand deals, though, through your exposure? Um, no, actually, we did not really get a lot of brand, but it definitely did do stuff for my runway, though. It did do stuff for your yes. runway, yes. And are brand deals something you're looking forward to in the future? Um, something that I'm looking forward to do in the future, I would definitely love to walk internationally in Lagos or maybe London, who knows. And um, I would also like to start doing my fashion designing at some point. And um, but yeah, that's like my main goals that I'm setting right now. Um, why Lagos? Um, well, I don't know. I really just thought it was a cool place and they have lots of really great things. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should walk over there and I bet it would be definitely um, a cool experience. Cool. Is that in Nigeria? Um, yes. Okay. No, I'm asking because I'm Nigerian <laughs> and I have been to Lagos and I do know about Lagos Fashion Week. So that's really cool. I feel like they would definitely love you over there. So that's super awesome. Yeah, for sure. And I was going to say too, 
what's the thing that you value the most about being a model? It'll probably be the impact because everybody, they sometimes look up to me and they're like, wow, she loves her hair. So maybe I should love my hair too, just the way that she does. And that I'm able to inspire them to do what they love and continue to um, do what I love too. And they inspire me to do what I love too. Yeah. And so uh, which platform, I know you said your mom manages your social media. Uh, Are there any that you personally feel you get to use more? I know you said YouTube, you get to show a little more of the behind the scenes. Are are you also active on Instagram? Um, Yes, yes. I sometimes comment. I will go through and um, just comment to things that I, or some of the things that I can comment to and just, um, just interact with all my followers. If they comment something, if it's a question, then I'll just try and comment back and like their comments. Awesome. And how many followers have you gained and are some of them also international? Um, yes, definitely. Um, I have a good amount of following in, and I, in, Brazil. Okay, awesome, awesome. And uh, I guess my last question for you is, where do you hope to see yourself in the next five and ten years in in the initiatives that you're doing right now? Um, definitely international, because I would just like to go around the world because I really am enjoying traveling with my mom, but I don't know by then if I'll still be with her and like traveling with her. But um, I would definitely love to um, be international going around the world. That's super cool. Uh, Thank you so much, Soleil. I really enjoyed this interview and just your bright, vibrant personality. I know that you're just getting started and I'm so excited to see uh, the future for you and what you have in store. And I would not be surprised if you got a few Brad deals coming up (laughs) in the pipeline as well. Are there any... um, cool things or events or launches that you're doing right now that you want our audience to know about before I sign off on this for you here? Um, mm, no, but we're definitely just going to be posting a lot more YouTube videos. So, so make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Awesome. So I will get that link for you all. And, uh, actually all her socials that you can follow her and see what she's up to and be able to support her and her journey. So thank you so much again. And yeah, thanks for spending time with me this afternoon. (laughs) Me too. Thank you for having me. No problem.